Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Eddie Lenahan again this month here, and the fairies are my subject once more. Now, the Irish fairies are very like ourselves. They have their preferences, they have their dislikes, music, hurling, football, and oh, many of the things that we take for granted. And get along well with them, they'll give you a gift. Maybe. <laughs> uh, if you don't, if you interfere with them, it can cost you very, very dearly indeed. Some of the gifts we get from the fairies can be music, uh, the gift of great dancing, the gift of football or hurling, expertise at those games but those kind of things fade with time and music doesn't music is a thing that lasts with people all through their years through the decades i know people who play music and they're in their 90s you won't get anybody playing football <laughs> you won't get anybody playing hurling in their 90s all they have are their memories or their medals but to be given the gift of music, uh, that is something special. Now, my story today is 
something in that nature or of that nature. Brosna in County Kerry where I come from is a queer place. <laughs> no, not in a bad sense of that word, not at all, but a place where things can happen <laughs> and very often did. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about one of them. There was these two men there one time, Ned Mort and Pat Mickey Sean. <laughs> There's often, you know yourself, very often strange names down in Kerry too. And we won't mention surnames now because their relations are there yet. And, well, these two men, God help the mark, uh, the two of them, they were Critichons. Now, anyone who has any little bit of Irish at all, they know what that was. Hunchbacks. And, you see, that's the modern English word for it. Hunchbacks. But Irish, Irish, it is a better language in many ways for ailments especially. Ailments. Critichon. Crit. Croth. Critichon. It brings across the the sense of an ailment much, much better. Because when you think of having that weight down on your back, hunchback, hunchback is only a throwaway term, but critikhan. There's lonesomeness in that. But Ned, he showed that. He wasn't a nice character. And I'm not blaming him now. If I had a crut on my back, maybe I'd be the same as him. But for some reason, Pat, he wasn't the same. He seemed to make the most of life. Well, what could he do anyway? Only make the most of life. <laughs> if you're carrying a weight like that, what could you do about it? Maybe you could today, you know. Medicine has made a lot of advances since that time. But... He was that kind of a fellow that if he was inside in a pub, he was smiling. And people liked that. He'd be bought a drink. Uh, the other man, Ned. Well, if you were growling and surly, who was going to talk to you even? And that's the way it was with him. Snarling, surly, as he poked his way along the street of Brushna. Well, that's the way things were. And at night, at night, Pat's mother, she was never liked to see him going into the pub. Uh, he lived a bit out, out of the village. Not far, not far. Now, Porto was cheap that time. <laughs> Tuppence happened a pint. But money was hard got. But his mother, she look, she'd provide the couple of pence. Go on, go on, have your few pints. And... He'd always be home early. He was a nice fellow. He was a nice... What would he have been if he hadn't that bloody hump on his back? But anyway, this particular night, he was coming back. And after his couple of pints, uh, staggering back, staggering back, with the bloody hump on his back and the weight of a couple of pints in him. But he was there and he... <laughs> alone, alone, now on his way between the village and house. He had to pass this fort, and the name of the fort, which is still there, it was called Lisnagana. 
uh, the fault of the singing. Now, <laughs> I don't think anybody ever had singing in it. It's just an old fort covered with briars and bushes. But nobody ever, ever interfered with it all the same, like most people don't interfere with forts to this very day. And as he passed it, an old gap in the field, yeah, there in front of him, it was a bright night, he saw standing in the road this small man. No, even small, tiny. He was about the size of a three-year-old child. And... The man held him up, of course, paddle. <laughs> got a fright, naturally. And the man was about the same size as himself, because remember, no, Pat was bent down, staggering along under the weight of the hump on his back, uh, and he, he almost unbalanced himself. And the man says to him, Hiya. He says, Where are you going? And, and Pat, of course, <laughs> going home, sir. And then, and then, from the fort, he had the loon, the heart, the loon, the heart, loon, the heart, the loon, the heart, tittle dum, the loon, the heart, the loon, the heart, tittle tittle dum. And the small fellow stared at him, stared a cute kind of a stare. Do you like our music, eh? And Pat said nothing, only looking at him and looking in. They loon them heart, they loon them heart, tiddly tiddly dum. They loon them heart, they loon them heart. Have one thing to add to that, would you think? No, Pat was frightened enough, but, but, <laughs> he said, when he came around again, they loon them heart to stay care Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Inside in the fort, immediately, <coughs> silence. And these heads began to appear up from the bushes and the briars, and one of them a bit bigger than the rest, and a cloak around him. Now, it could have been red or purple, Pat couldn't tell, because remember, this was night time, and even though it was moonlight, it was hard to distinguish colours in the moonlight, he was a bit taller. Maybe he was the king of them, or the chief, I don't know what. And the small fellow says, In, 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 he wants you. And in they came, the two of them, patch staggering. Now, all he wanted to do was, was I'd, I'd rather go home, sir, if we don't mind. Get in, get in, he wants you. And in he went. And the crowd inside, staring at him now, and staring, staring. Now, Pat was frightened. All he wanted, as I say, to go home. But... Big, the big fella inside, how big among small. <laughs> he beckoned him in, he beckoned him in. And he said, as soon as Pat was inside, and they're all around him now, sing that again. Sing, sing what, sir? Sing it again. Oh, the loon, the mart, the loon, the mart, the loon, the mart, Sing it right. Now, when he saw that nobody was hurting him or interfering with him. And Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday again. And as he sang it again and again, he got 
calmer and calmer and better. He wasn't a great singer, but he wasn't a bad singer. Nobody is a bad singer if they put their mind to it. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And eventually the man with the cloak said, Right, lads, sing it. And around him the voices started. De luna marte, luna marte, luna marte, stay And you'd know they preferred the Irish. You'd know that, pre- and they had good Irish. Kerry Irish, Monster Irish, they were delighted. Oh, Lord, you would know, but they were delighted. They sang it like a choir. Huh? And eventually they stopped. And, and <clears throat> the man with the cloak said, Right, down in your knees. Huh? Down on your knees. <laughs> down went Pat. Down. <laughs> Down, and I down on my knees. Down. And down he went on his face and eyes. Now. Now. <laughs> and he didn't see it. But the big man, the big, the big small man, huh, beckoned to two of the ones that were there. And <coughs> over they came. And they grabbed Pat's hump. <laughs> no, of course. Don't, he said, don't. Shut up. Shut up, says the fellow above. They grabbed Pat's hump. Now, Lord, they might be small, but they had strong hands. They grabbed his hump and they twisted it and they twisted it and there was Pat. Ah, don't kill me, don't kill me. Is this the kind of thanks I'm going? They twisted it and twisted it and uh, twisted it off his back. The poor man, he lost consciousness. Over they went and threw the hump into the grass at the side of the fort. And the big man, big small man with the cloak, now he says, we'll do once more and we'll go. Right? De luna mart, de luna mart, de luna mart is taking de luna mart. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Good night's work, he says. And with that, down he came, quietly and quietly. He touched Pat on the shoulder. Pat looked up and he put back his hand. The hump was gone. My, my hump, my creeper, what did you do? Shut your mouth, you fool, you Amazon. Get up and go home. Pat got up on his knees, on his feet, straight as a rule, (gasps) walked out of that field, they disappeared, walked out, walked home, and when he got home, now of course his mother would always be waiting for him, they'd have a cup of tea together, and the poor woman, you know, she had great sympathy always, she was the one that was minding her poor son, What was going to happen to him when she was gone? Because the father was dead before that. He was an only child. But anyway, he knocked at the door. And out she came. And (laughs) shocked out of her wits, who was this tall stranger standing there? Oh, my God. She thought it was a robber. Don't, don't. Shut up, mother, mother. Look, 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 look at me. He turned around, he turned around, straight as I say, straight as a rule. Oh, his mother, what happened to you? What happened? What am I talking about? 
in he came. And she said to him, Oh my God, is this a miracle? Is this a miracle? He told her the story as they had that tea. And she blessed herself. Oh God Almighty, I often heard about the fairies in that place, in that fort, but I never really believed it until this night's work. Thanks be to God. Well, you know, she was fascinated. Well, he told her, don't tell no one. Don't tell no one. But of course, <laughs> the poor woman, I suppose she was so delighted that she told her next door neighbour and warned her, don't tell no one. <laughs> Did you ever see a story, especially of good news, that could be kept quiet? The news spread. Brosna wasn't a big village that time. It's still not a big village, but it was a much smaller village that time, only half the size. And the story came to Ned. <laughs> and as soon as Ned heard the story, uh -huh, he said, very interesting. I must visit that place <clears throat> tomorrow night. And he did. At midnight tomorrow night, there he was at the gap. But there was no small man. Very strange. But he waited. And sure enough, just a short time, five minutes after midnight, there inside in the fort, the singing started. The Lunde Mart, the Lunde Mart, the Lunde Mart is the Kedin. The Lunde Mart, the Lunde Mart, the Lunde Mart is the Kedin. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And you'd know by the voices that they were delighted at their new song. And the only bother was, like I said, Ned was a different kind of a man entirely. Impatient and surly and, ooh, things that Pat wasn't. And after a few minutes of the same thing, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, God blessed it, he said, don't they know that there's more days in the week than Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday? And when the song came around again, the loon, the mothers take care then. He probably said... As best he could, and he said, August and Dardine, August and Ene, August and Sahar, and August and Dongnock. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No, he says, even by the way, they can't be standing here in the cold all night. There was a sudden silence, and the man with the cloak stood up, and the rest of them too, and all heads turned towards the road and the gap and Ned. And the man with the cloak said, <laughs> Bring him in, and bring him in, and uh, we have a reward for him. <laughs> bring him in. And Ned knew by the sound of his voice that, Oh, 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 reward. I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about that. <laughs> and he turned to run with the crit on his back. Well, running wasn't exactly what he did, except staggering. And, of course, they were a bit faster than that. There was four of them out, like that. And they grabbed a hold of him, hands and legs, and they dragged him back in the gap, across the field, into the fort. They threw him down in front of the king, we'll call him, the man with the cloak, 
and the man with the cloak said to him, You have destroyed our night's entertainment, our new song that we only got short time ago. By the Lord, you'll pay for it. <laughs> and you will. Huh? Keep him there quiet. And one of them sat on that hand, another of them sat on that hand, one of them sat on that leg, another one of them sat on that leg and he facing the ground. And the man with the cloak, he beckoned to two of them, the strongest of them. And over they came. Uh, and over to the grass where Pat's hump was. They took the hump, they brought it here to Ned, and they <coughs> down on his back, and they screwed it down and down and down, and there was Ned. <laughs> but they did. They screwed it down on his back. <coughs> Until they left him there like a camel, with two humps instead of one. And the man with the cloak said, Come on, he says, we'll go. Our night's entertainment is destroyed by this Amadon here. And on they went. I don't know how they went, but off. Gone. They left Ned there. And when he tried to rise, <laughs> he couldn't. With the weight of the two humps on his back, all he could do was crawl, crawl, crawl across that field, out the gap, onto the road and on home. And when he came to the house, what did he do? Only scratched the door like a dog trying to come in. And his mother was inside, sitting by the fireplace, waiting for him. And she heard the scratching at the door. And out she went, looked, nothing there. And only, and then she heard the, and looked down. And there she saw the, oh my God, she saw the thing with the two humps. And he never even saluted her. Only crawled in across the floor into his room and I'm sorry to say he never again came out of that room. He crawled in under the bed. Couldn't even crawl into bed. The poor lad, he was dead within three days. An awful thing. But it shows, I suppose, you don't interfere with the fairies, the Irish fairies. Be nice, yes, but if you interfere, especially with their entertainments in their own place, in a fort, you're asking for trouble. Ned was the proof of that. I would never interfere with a fort. And any of the old people in Ireland, likewise. It was a sad thing to happen, but there's no point in being, in being sentimental. With the Irish fairies, don't interfere. Be nice. And they'll be nice, as they were to Pat.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.